This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We might have to ask our next guest his opinions on kill switch and gates. It's been a theme of the week. Um, I seriously thought you were like making that up the first time. No, it's real. Kill switch engaged. <laughs> Um, we'll also ask him if he's ever thought of running for Congress. Um, I think he could do it. Uh, but more importantly, we're going to ask him to help us wager a lot of money on who's going to be taken number one tonight in the NHL draft. He can help us with all these things because he knows a lot. He's the play-by-play voice of the Carolina Hurricanes. And oftentimes you'll hear people say in sports, oh, and he's a great guy too. And most of the times they're lying. But that is not the case when it's Mike Maniscalco, an actual great human being who happens to have a really cool job working at sports. And we get to hear him bring us the Carolina Hurricanes. Joining us to talk NHL draft and other things, it is Mike. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, not much after that intro, though. People are going to be terribly disappointed when they meet me in real life. No, so. it, it, no, they won't. That's the thing. I have I have no problem setting the bar high there. Well, would you ever uh, would you ever run for office? Uh, it doesn't have to be Congress. Would you ever run for school board or county commissioner or anything? Uh, I would, but I, I have no tolerance for nonsense and uh, silly arguments. So I don't know how well I would do in the public forum when people would uh, bring up such things to you know. Hey, we need this or that. I believe in common sense and logic, and, and I don't believe that that exists in politics anymore. Um, I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to go to the tape. You did sports radio for a long time for somebody who claims that they don't peddle in uh, nonsense and, uh, and and illogic. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure sure if I could if I could buy that one from you. Um, in, in that case, Hayes, I've had my fill of it. Okay, all right, that's before. fair. That's plus, fair. Plus, there is not a walk-in closet big enough that could contain some of the skeletons <laughs> that I have. So. Uh, no, no, no. I nah, see skeletons aren't a problem anymore. We're uh, we're past that. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Uh, I do. I think you know. I think we need more people who are like genuinely good people to start with. I, whatever. I, I've got way too an I- idealistic view. It would never work out if we had you know good good hearted people uh, running the country. Um, all right, let's talk some hockey. Is Connor Bedard a uh, first of all? I'll make sure I'm saying it right. But is he a Victor Wimbanyama level talent, or is it more like? And Anthony Davis or somebody who's like really good, but but not generational talent. What what, what are we talking here at the number one pick? No, he's he's generational. I mean, he he is. I don't know if it's in the first name Connor, but uh, Connor McDavid came in with the the hype around him of being a generational talent, and, and he has surpassed that hype. And, and Connor Bedard is is in that that kind of stratosphere right now. You know, he's going to a team that. Uh, has a reputation and used to be great in Chicago, but you know, like anything, you got to pay the check and they've fallen on hard times, but he's going to be a player who can bring them right back to where they were a few years ago as a cup contender. He is a special, special hockey player. And uh, it, it might take him a little while to get his, his footing in the league. But when I say a little while, I'm, I'm talking like maybe half a season uh, when, and when he figures it out, the skill set that he brings, the speed, the vision, uh, the playmaking ability, he is, he is the total package. And Chicago is getting uh, a, a 100% superstar if, if he stays on this path that he's on right now. Um, Mike Maniscalco joining us. You started to hit on what was actually going to be my next question, and sometimes I do these questions where it's just educating me on hockey um, and maybe some other listeners out there. But what is the expectations these days of 
being drafted to showing up in the NHL. And I know it matters sometimes in different countries and what league you might already be playing in. But like in other sports, it feels like whereas it used to be accepted to take a while, now people want to see the rookie quarterback play. They want to see uh, baseball players that felt like used to be drafted and you didn't even think about him for three years. And now it's like, no, we know the big names. We don't mind you playing in April uh, in double-A ball, but by June we'd like to see you as a 19-year-old. What is the, the – is there a standard in hockey or has it changed over the years? What is that? Yeah, I, I think the standard has changed a, a little bit, Hayes, but I think it really comes down to where you're selected. Uh, not just the entirety of the first round, but if you are in that first five to first ten, gotcha. uh, and this year might be one of the deepest drafts that uh, the NHL has seen in, in quite some time, but if, if you're in that first five, uh, you are expected to be an impact player from day one that you step into an organization, or at least definitely the number one, number two overall, uh, because there has been such hype, such scouting, around these players since, honestly, since they were like 15 years old. Now, we're talking about 15, and it's only three years later for them. Uh, for us, that feels like a blink. For them, that's an eternity. Right. But there, there's there's that level of expectation, especially when guys start to get labeled a generational talent or can't miss or he's a franchise-changing player. So, uh, you know, not every year do you have a, a player like this, but not everybody in the first round, like the Canes are picking 30th. Nobody expects the 30th overall pick in the first round of the NHL draft to have an impact on a hockey team until a year or two or or even three down the road. So it's a little bit like the NBA where, you know, lottery picks are expected to play and and have big minutes and play. And then you you move a little bit further down the NBA draft and you're like, well, it'd be nice if this guy could make the team or if he could get some minutes his rookie year. Uh, Once you, for me, once you move past pick number 10, you're really starting to look at guys who, well, maybe if they have a good training camp, they can make the team depending on the, the hockey organization they're playing for. You know, if they're playing for teams that aren't very good or miss the playoffs or they need some kind of some young talent in the lineup, you can see those guys in there. But once you move past, like for me, the, the NHL draft lottery, those guys are either going to stay in junior or they'll go back to college or they'll stay overseas and play for a year or two and get a little bit older before you hear their name on an NHL roster. Mike Maniscalco, play-by-play voice of the Carolina Hurricanes, joining us. All right, you got my hopes up when you said it's a very deep draft, but then you, you know, uh, you popped the balloon uh, when you said <laughs> that there were you, you, there not there are not thirty generational talents uh, in this draft. Unfortunately, uh, I won't make you guess who the Canes will pick at thirty. I know I'm sure there might be some mock draft consensus, but by the time you get to thirty, it's like. It's all about what happens in front of you, right? So I won't make you guess that type of thing. But I will ask you this. The Canes have nine picks going into the seven rounds. This is, yeah. this is again, a educate me on how things work question and a Canes-specific question. Do you expect them to use all of those nine picks where they are currently lying? Um, and and the, the more broader question is, uh, is, is trading a, a big thing in the NHL draft these days? Moving picks? Oh, yeah. Getting better picks Absolutely. next year? Absolutely. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, um, it's... It, if you think the NBA trades picks, <laughs> wait till tonight. Um, and, and the games are, are not bashful about moving down or moving up. Yep. But really, uh, Carolina has, especially since Don Waddell has, has taken over as the, the general manager of the team and with assistant general managers Eric Polsky and, and Darren York, uh, they're not afraid to move out of a pick to move down because of the way that they scout and have belief in their draft board to move down a couple of spaces to pick up another pick, but also draft capital this year 
because this is a deep draft, Hayes, this is the thing where maybe let me inflate the balloon for you again and put a patch yes. on it. Um, that there are some teams that need to make some moves because they're in salary cap problems. Carolina's not one, so maybe they're moving a pick uh, to bring somebody in. Now, that's no that's no inside baseball. Right, I, I have right, not right. gotten a phone call today being consulted on my thoughts on a trade, but <laughs> uh, that's what you see. That's what you see in the NHL. Really, deals get made uh, at the at the NHL draft, where you're going to see players move uh, because some team has a salary cap constraint. Good news is the cap went up a million dollars, but the bad news is it's only a million dollars. So uh, it, it's better for the Canes. It gives them a little bit more leverage, but it's not going to help out some of these teams where that becomes good for Carolina. But, yeah, you're going to see picks move left and right. Teams will move up. Teams will move out of a round uh, in order to pick up a player or get maybe the rights to a player that a, a team can't sign. So uh, I'm going to be very interested to see what happens once we get to about six, 6.30 tonight if there's a lot of movement because there are, and, and this might be the year, maybe not at pick 30, Hayes, but you know, pick 10, 11, 12, you might see a ton of kids actually playing for their NHL team this year uh, who are drafted in this first round because yeah. you've got a lot of guys coming out. College has become a big thing now in, in the NHL. College players who get that experience, who are ready to play, who played for the United States national team or, you know, players who played overseas and it's, it's a a big phrase, get ready to use this. You can have a drinking game with it. Well, he's played against men if you're in Europe. So you hear that <laughs> fun. Well, he played against men, so that's a good thing that you like. Um, so it's, it's to me, going to be very interesting what Caroline wants to do. But the way that they, they draft and the way that they have their, their, their sites and their boards set up for what they like to do, they're very active when it comes to moving either up or down to get a, a player that they like as far as trading a pick. Mike Menescalco joining us. Okay, a couple uh, personal questions that are also Canes-related for you. One, uh, it feels like the season ended last week, and now it feels like the preseason starts like next week. Uh, we just got the schedule release. So first of all, uh, do you have a role in the in the draft stuff tonight, or did they actually like give you you know uh, two weeks off uh, in between the season starting and ending and starting? <laughs> I, I have no role tonight. I can okay. uh, I can be a spectator and and watch the draft. All right, good. And then my second question: I think in general this is not hockey specific. I think this is all sports. Although I get why people do it because fans love it, but I think schedule release people make too much of it. It's too big of a deal. Obviously, if you have if you're a season ticket uh, holder, you want to look at dates and you want to you know uh, line things up. So I understand the importance of it. But for you. I will actually allow you to say, yes, I care about the schedule release because this is how, you know, my wife and I will plan our life for the next year. Uh, with that in mind on the personal side or just the Kane side, were there any notes that came from the schedule release? Or I'm honestly curious, like, how does it work in your house? Do you guys sit down that night and say, all right, here's our calendar? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, we go over it. Uh, we were uh, we were actually in Austin, Texas, when the schedule got released. So uh, we got to uh, we got to look over dates and, and start to plan some things. But the good thing is uh, for uh, for Kristen and I, it's uh, the holidays. We can plan what we're going to do. You know, are we going to actually have Thanksgiving dinner right. here in uh, in Raleigh? Yep. Uh, what what is New Year's going to look like? And then, of course, the biggest holiday during the hockey season, which is the bye week and the All Star weekend. Uh, where we can plan a trip on the town <laughs> if we want to do that. So yeah, uh, my uh, my next uh, once we hit September, my next six seven months get planned until uh, of course the playoffs are over. Excellent, Mike Maniscalco joining us. Uh, he is a great dude. He and his wife are both great. Um, I love you in that role. I love the job for you. I love that you guys get to plan cool trips because I know traveling is something that you guys love to do. And I always love catching up with you. Uh, enjoy the draft tonight. Do not do the playing against men drinking game. Mike Maniscalco <laughs> does not condone it. He's just what he meant was you're going to hear it a lot. Okay, that's what's going to yeah, happen. Here, here, uh, do not do not play that game. Do not <laughs> unless you unless you're not working tomorrow or just don't do that. Although I did not see Kill Switch engage, but I did see The Smile, which is three-fifths of Radiohead at the Moody Theater in Austin, which is the Austin City Limits Theater, and it was a pretty darn good show. Very cool. He's the best. Uh, if I do some more guest hosting, there's a decent chance I'll give you a call later this summer. Uh, enjoy the draft, and we'll talk to you soon, my man. You too. Always a pleasure. Hey, take care. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info/sps. Your journey begins here.